0: Mm -hmm. Thank God. Well, tonight we're going to continue our series on Have Good Success, and I believe this is part seven. I know we've been going for a while, but there's so much in the Bible about blessing from the Lord, and uh, certainly he wants us to uh, prosper, he wants us to have uh, great success. Abundance in our lives, and it really starts in Genesis and goes all the way through to the New Testament. Even, and I was thinking the other day about uh, the parables of Jesus. Really, if you read through those, uh, two out of three parables are about material or material blessing. It's interesting because some people say, "Well, God doesn't care about material things," but well, Jesus must have because He taught pretty much. You know, if, if he had a Sunday morning and a Sunday night and a Wednesday night church, two of those out uh, the three would be about material things or material, how to handle material things. Isn't that interesting? So it, it really does uh, make a difference on this earth what we do and how we handle uh, the system that God has set up for us yes. to be blessed and to be a blessing. Amen. And I think about the things that we can do as a church, when we have the financial wherewithal to do it, you know, it's just a tremendous thing when God's people are blessed to be able to help others and be that blessing. And of course, Satan doesn't want that, so he's going to try to talk you out of it. Well, you don't need any money. All you need is love, you know. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, but the power company, they don't, they don't think that way. No. They want the money. They, they appreciate the love, too, but they want the money, right? <laughs> so uh, we see that it is important on this earth to live in abundance and have what we need, praise God, and then seek to it that others' needs are met as well. So here we go. Let's, are you ready? Yeah. Tonight we're going to talk a little bit about favor, the favor of God, and how there, there's a connection between favor and good success. Yeah. And uh, there's so many scriptures. Uh, in fact, there's 145 scriptures talk about favor. So we won't go all, all the way there tonight with 145. But we will mention a couple of them. And so, um, Let's just start out in Psalms and read a couple of Psalms and a couple of Proverbs, and then we'll talk about uh, a couple of other things. We're not going to keep you all night, but I want you to see Psalm chapter five, and uh, we'll look at verse twelve, Psalm five twelve. And I want you to see that God's serious about favor, all right? In your life, Amen. Psalm five, verse twelve. And and the word favor, you know, you can you can think of it like a favorite, you're his favorite. Well, does God have favorites? Yes. Everybody in the body of Christ is his favorite. You know, he just loves people and he has enough love for everybody. Amen. Amen. Um, you don't have to be jealous or envious of other people right. because God has enough love for you, the same amount that he has for so and so that we think, oh, he just really loves them and they Never done anything wrong, and they're just perfect. Yeah. Uh, that's, first of all, that's not the truth. Um, but secondly, God loves everybody. Amen. Truly and truly, the neat thing about that, when we have God's love in us, we can love everybody, and we can yes. not have to. Well, you know, only well, we got this much love, so I really love this person and not love this one so much. No, we have plenty of love. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And, and I'm so glad about that. Because we don't have that element of envy and jealousy. Because I'm telling you, that's bad, bad, bad when you get over a isn't it? Yeah, Envy him. and jealousy, where those two things are, there's confusion and every evil works. works. Yeah. So we don't want to get into that. Praise God. Stay out of that, right? right. Okay, so we're going to look at Psalm chapter. Five, look at verse 12. For that Lord will bless the righteous. Now you are the righteous. Amen. You will not feel very righteous. Well, it's not by how you feel. Amen. Praise God. If you're born again, the Bible says you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. So you can put yourself right here. He will bless the righteous. Say, that's me. That's me. That's me. That's me. With favor, will thou compass him? As with a shield. Now that's amazing because sometimes we don't think of favor being a shield to us. But there are those in the world that would like to destroy, you know, they're full of the devil or listening to the devil, and they would like to kill, steal, or destroy you. But you know, favor will be a shield for you. Amen. Like for instance, if you have a boss that uh, somebody in the in office has gone to them behind your back and said all crazy things about you that aren't true. Uh, you can use that shield of favor, amen, by claiming it, Praise mm-hmm. God on the righteousness of God, and no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And this, the, every tongue that comes up against me is shown to be wrong, and he's going to come past me about with this favor And um, I'm telling you, it's amazing how things turn around in those situations so quickly. And uh, the the truth is exposed. Mm -hmm. And and the lies are exposed.
1: Have you ever had that happen to you? Mm -hmm. I can testify to him because that's happened to me. Mm -hmm.
0: So uh, claim these things. He has given you a shield to cover you. And that shield is favor. You are covered up with favor. Covered up with favor. Now look at Psalm chapter 90. And uh, let's look at verse 17. Psalm 90. And look at verse 17. It says, And let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us. Establish thou work of our hands upon us. Yea, the work of our hands establish thou it. And the, uh, the Amplified, and it says the same kind of thing. Beauty and delightfulness and favor of the Lord, our God, be upon us. Confirm and establish the work of our hands. Yes, mm-hmm. the work of our hands confirm and establish. Yes. So many times the work of our hands is established because of the favor of God on our lives. It just roots and grounds us. Amen. When the storms they will come, the Bible says that storms of life will come and they beat vehemently upon the house. But when you are on that rock, the rock of God's word, and of course we know Jesus is our rock, then that favor, praise God, establishes you, and it will not destroy the works of your hands. That's a good thing, isn't it? Yes. We don't work in vain. We work. To establish those things of the Lord in this earth, Amen. especially His covenant, establish His covenant. Amen? Amen. All right, Psalm chapter thirty. This is one one more here, and then we'll get into something else. Psalm chapter thirty, and this is in the Amplified. Uh, Psalm thirty, verse five and six. For His anger is for a moment, but His favor is for a lifetime. You can have a lifetime of favor. Or in his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, and joy comes in the morning. Yes. As for me, in my prosperity, I said, I shall never be moved. Amen. Not, you're not going to move me outside of prosperity. Amen. Mm. And uh, that's because we have a lifetime of favor. And his favor is life to us. Uh, it's interesting, though, ones some of them we've been studying during the series, and some of them we haven't talked about, but the Bible continually talks about these men and women having favor. And we'll not look all these up, but I want you to know, Noah, it says had, he had favor, Saul had favor, Samuel had favor, Moses had favor, Daniel had favor, David had favor, Esther had favor, and then we're going to talk about Joseph here for a minute and see the favor of God in his life. So let's look at Genesis chapter 37. Genesis chapter 37. Look at Joseph. We uh, know this story probably pretty good. But just to review, uh, he had uh, some dreams, two dreams, and he told his brothers and his mom, and his dad about his dreams and they all they weren't so happy. In fact
1: in fact we see in verse eleven, his brothers his brethren
0: envied him. There's the word envy, right? And but his father observed the same. So his father kinda of listened to it after he was him, but he listened to him and considered what he had what he had said about in these dreams. Of course the dreams were they bowed down to him. And so the brethren didn't like that uh, very much. They envied him. So we go on over to uh, where the brothers, 11 brothers, decided to uh, do away with him. They put him in a well, first of all. Then they decided they wouldn't leave him there. They get him out and sell him to some slave traders. And then they told his dad that uh, he was mauled by an animal and and was killed. So uh, Joseph was taken down uh, to Egypt by the slave traders. And look at chapter 39 and verse uh, 2. And the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. Now he's been sold into slavery and doesn't God think differently than we think, you know? We think, uh this is the end of you. You know, you've been sold as a slave. You're in a foreign country, probably don't know the language, don't know anything about these people or this culture, and you're, you're sold as a slave. And God said, well, I'm with him, and he's a prosperous man. You know, you're prosperous tonight because God's with you. Yeah. Amen? Yes. And so uh it wasn't that he had all this money at that point that we're going to see that the prosperity on the inside manifests on the outside. It always does. But um, at this point, he had nothing. He was probably naked, on the slave block, being auctioned off. And uh, and yet, the Bible says he's a prosperous man. I love that. Praise God. And then verse 3, And his master saw that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his man. See, prosperity comes from God. Yeah. And I'm telling you, poverty and lack is of the devil. It really is. Uh, you know, we, we say poverty stricken. Have you heard that mm-hmm. term, term before? Poverty stricken. And, and it is. It is a horrible thing. If you look uh, even at uh, society and study uh, the different um Economic roots. I know we do this a lot in psychology for counseling. And uh, the the ones who don't have enough money uh, are, you know, on on all sides berated. You know, it's it's a horrible way of life. Um, And so we know that there's nothing great, there's nothing great about poverty. I don't know why people think it's, you know, humble to be. It's it's terrible to be poor, yes. and we should really fight it just like we fight sickness, yeah. mm-hmm. amen, mm-hmm. and sin. <laughs> I mean, really, it, it's it's the same devilish work. Yes, there, there's nothing virtuous about poverty, and and in the churches a lot of many times we've been lied to about that. We've all heard, you keep the pastor poor, we'll keep them humble, or whatever. You keep them humble, keep him, humble, we'll keep him keep the poor, yeah. And, and so, you know, these things are passed down, and uh, these little sayings, are, you know, think they're so cute. But they're not cute. Poverty is horrible. And, um, yes, and we see that uh, it is not God's plan. In fact, he said, I give you the power to get wealth." So here he said, the Lord, verse 3, made all that he did to prosper in his hand. And Joseph found grace in his sight, and he served him, and he made him an overseer. Over his house, all that he had, uh, he had put it in his, into his hands. So he became the manager, the overseer. See how fast uh, the favor of God will help you yeah. rise? The favor of God will help you to be promoted in your job. Amen. Mm-hmm. Rely on that. Let let the Lord show you uh, how to operate in that favor. Yes. And it's, it's amazing how he will. Uh, verse 5, and it came to pass... From the time that he had made him an overseer in his house and over all he had, the Lord blessed the Egyptian house for Joseph's sake. So they see these, you know, let's bring it to modern day times. They'll see the blessing of the Lord on you that is helping their business be blessed.
1: Now I'm telling you that gets an owner's attention.
0: You know, an, an employer's attention. When they start prospering because of the favor and the blessing and the wisdom of God on your life, and it, and it happens, it happens right here. The Egyptian house was blessed because of Joseph. And the blessing, and then, the, you know, they're not even Christians, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that something? Uh, and the blessing of the Lord was upon all that he had in his house and in the field. So we'll skip uh, ahead a little bit and we see that. Potiphar's wife uh, had a thing for Joseph to yeah. try to, to uh, seduce him And verse 12 of the same chapter, chapter 39. She called him by his garment saying, lie with me, and he left his garment in her hand and fled and got him out. He got him out of here. I he's mean, she's a very wise man for doing that. But she lied and said the opposite had happened, that he had come to try to get her. And so he was Thrown into prison. Do you remember this? Yes. And in verse 20, And Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, a place where the king's prisoners were bound, and he was there in the prison. But the Lord, hallelujah, oh, yes. even when you're accused of things that you have not done, and sometimes that happens, yes. you're accused you're you're a slandered or you know persecuted or uh, even sometimes misunderstood. stand there's a misunderstanding of what you are, what you've done. Uh, but the Lord was with Joseph and He's with you. Praise God! And He showed Him mercy and gave Him what favor, favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners that were in the prison, and whatsoever they did there, he was the doer of it. Once again, he's made manager. He's promoted to the top. And the keeper of the prison looked not to anything that was under his hand, because the Lord was with him, and that which he did, the Lord made it to prosper. So we see the two things running together, the favor of God and the prosperity of God running together. This is something that we have on our lives right now because of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. We have Amen. the favor of God. So I want you to know that.
1: Okay, so then we
0: see a butler, the chief butler told Joseph his dream. The chief baker told him his dream of. Joseph interpreted both. We see the butler was restored and the baker was killed. And that's all in chapter 40. And he told them, he said, remember me, you know, that I interpreted these dreams. Well, they forgot. <laughs> How quickly people forget. <laughs> Until Pharaoh had a dream. And then they got, they summons Joseph, brought him, and he told Pharaoh what this dream meant. And of course, you know that the first seven years would be abundant, uh, of extreme, wonderful harvest, etc., and then the next seven years would be horrible drought and not any food. So, in uh, this is uh, chapter 41. Look at verse 38. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, For as much as God hath showed thee all this, this is verse 39. There is none so discreet and wise as thou art. Thou shalt be over my house, and according unto thy word shall all my people be ruled. Only in thine will I be greater than thou. Again, rise and he raised was raised risen to the top. Now again we have to think about. This is the guy from out of the country, right? Brought into the country. I mean he didn't have a great resume graduating from Harvard, and I have run all these businesses, right? He was a slave. So see what the favor of God can do. Amen? Amen. In, in all of our lives, uh, I think sometimes we think way too lowly of ourselves when we have Christ in us uh, because, you know, we think we can't do it or we can't accomplish that. We don't have the education or the experience or, you know, the degrees or whatever. And I'm telling you, when you've got the Holy Ghost, it trumps everything. (laughs) You've got the favor of God. You have the wisdom of God. And uh, you can be put in all kinds of positions that you don't feel equipped for. But God can do it through you. Hallelujah. Now look at verse 41. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, See, I have set thee over all the land of Egypt. And verse 42, And Pharaoh took off his ring. From his hand and put it on Joseph's hand and arrayed him in vestures of fine linen and put a gold chain about his neck. Now, was he prosperous right then? No, he was prosperous way back, right? When the Lord said you're prosperous. But now things start showing up, right? Fine linen, gold rings, gold chains. Praise God. It starts manifesting. But that that's not the time you're prosperous. You're prosperous because God's you. Yes. Amen. And we have to see that. We have to. We have to start right there yes. because we're born again. We're born of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And so, we're blessed, we're prosperous right now, no matter what your checking account says, no matter what your income is. Mm-hmm. We're blessed and we're prosperous right now, amen? Mm-hmm. And then verse uh, 43, and he made him to ride in the second chariot which he had, and they cried before him, bowed the knee, and made him ruler over all. know some people say from prison to palace right well that was just joseph no that's just a covenant man amen mm. with the blessing of the lord hallelujah and you know what we have a better covenant in the new testament that's right based on better promises hallelujah yes uh, let's just read the, the end of this chapter chapter 41 still look at verse 56 and the famine was over all the face of the earth, and Joseph opened all the storehouses and sold unto the Egyptians. And the famine waxed sore in the land of Egypt. So he had stockpiled all the food for seven years that God told him to, you know, save it all. And then these these years that no one had food, well, he had a corner on the market. Mm-hmm. Amen. And he was selling to all the Egyptians. He probably got top. You think that the only people with food and verse 57 and all countries came into Egypt to Joseph for to buy corn because that the famine was so sore in all the land. And then we know uh, in verse uh, chapter 43 that uh, his dad sent his brothers, and he does the rest of the story there, Uh, they were all saved. So not only was, was uh, the country of Egypt saved, um, these other countries that came to buy food, but he's, his family was saved. Yes. Amen? Yes. Uh, so what a wonderful story of favor. Praise yes. God. The Lord was with him, yes. and he had favor. All right, let's bring this over to the New Testament, and then we'll close tonight. Second Corinthians chapter 8. 2 Corinthians chapter 8. Now, we, you know, in the New Testament, we see Mary had favor. I mean, it goes on and on, all through the, the uh, New Covenant, too. But I want you to see this in Second Corinthians, chapter 8. And uh, we're going to talk about the grace of God for a minute because, yes. in the word grace, in fact, in the Amplified, you'll see uh, where grace has to do with favor and his spiritual blessing, amen, empowerment. Uh, and so uh, chapter. look at chapter 8, verse 1. Moreover, brethren, we do view to wit of the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia, how that in a great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded unto the riches of their liberality. So the, these churches were in severe tribulation. Uh, they were in the depths of poverty, God says, and yet they operated in generosity. Amen? Amen. How could you even do that? The grace of God. The grace of God was upon them. The favor of God, the spiritual blessing of the Lord. And so it said that they gave in verse 3, They gave uh, according to their ability and even beyond their ability. They voluntarily gave and and helped and blessed. Now look at verse 7. Therefore, as you abound in everything, in faith and utterance and knowledge and in all diligence, and in your love to us, see that you abound in this grace also. This kind of grace, the spiritual blessing of this grace, the power and the favor of this kind of grace, amen? And verse 9 tells us, For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that ye, through this poverty, might be rich. Say rich. Quench. It's a good word to say. It's not a bad word. It's a good word. Rich. And he said that Jesus, that grace upon him, that same grace that's upon us and upon our church, amen? That's it can right. be upon the church of Macedonia. It can be upon Grace Harvest. Yes. Yeah. And I believe it's here, amen? amen. And so the, the grace upon us uh, is for, yet uh, he became poor so that through his poverty we might be rich. Amen. And then... Uh, it goes on to say that uh, in chapter nine, we, we read this before, but I think in light of what we just read, let's read it one more time. Second Corinthians nine verse six: "But this I say, he was so sparingly, shall we also sparingly? He was so bountifully, shall we also bountifully? There is a grace to operate in that. Yes. Amen. Mm-hmm. And once you get going in it, it's amazing. I mean, you know, we talk about amazing grace." It is, it is amazing the way that kind of grace will empower you to sow and to give.
1: Amen? Amen. I think sometimes we try to
0: we, we try to take credit for our sowing, you know, like, oh, well I gave this and I gave that. So really without the grace of God we wouldn't be able to do that. <laughs> David was talking about how his mom and dad gave tremendous gifts to the church and yeah. to the missions and and uh you know, she, he said his mom had this really nice diamond ring, and what did he do? He just threw it off and just said, She just kind of turned it off him. In it in, <laughs> in obedience it to the Lord. Daughter. Now that takes great, yeah. amen? Yeah. And David said it was a really, really nice ring. You know, when you sow bountifully, how are you going to reap? Bountifully. <laughs> Amen. So it really is up to us, but we need that grace to do it. Hallelujah. And He, he supplies that grace. In fact, that it's already supplied for us to operate in this. So look at verse 7. Every man, according as he purposes in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. And so that's the conjunction. When we do verse 6 and 7 and we operate in his grace, God is able to make all grace abound towards you. That you always, having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. So it's, it's just a continual system, of, uh, a cycle of blessing. Amen? Amen. And uh, it doesn't matter what level you get to. You know, I think sometimes people say, well, if I have a million dollars, on I'm settled, I'm done, and I'm. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, not with God. Amen. Yeah. He might require you to write a one million dollar check, or He might require you to write 500,000. Yeah. Who knows? I'm not Absolutely. saying that, but I'm just saying, in God's system, we have to always be ready to do yeah. whatever He says. Amen. And yeah. I think, you know, sometimes that's difficult on our flesh. That there's, it's such a freedom too mm-hmm. to know that everything we have belongs to God. Yes. It's not ours, you it's know. You much know, much. when someone dies, they don't they leave it all behind. They don't take anything with them. So that, that tells you it's not ours, right? Truly, <laughs> we're managers. We're we're stewards over what we have, but it does not belong to us. If we're God's, all of our stuff is God's. But the good news is. All he has is apples. Yeah, Amen? Mm-hmm. All he has is his, which is peanuts compared to him. But in covenant, all he has is apples. Now that's limitless mm-hmm. supply and resources. Amen? Mm-hmm. So God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that you have an all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. As it is written, he has dispersed abroad and given to the poor. His righteousness remained forever. Now he that ministered seed to the sower, both ministered bread for your food and multiplies your seed sown and increases the fruit of your righteousness, being enriched in everything to all bountifulness, which causes through us thanksgiving to God. So that's the way he wants us to live. Enriched in everything and to all bountifulness, All in thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you see that tonight? Is that a blessing? Yes. Praise God. Well, let's pray. Father, we thank you for your system of, of uh, what, we, what we know to be the kingdom of God and how to function in your kingdom. And Lord, your kingdom is full of love and compassion and blessing and honor and integrity. We thank you for all these things Lord, as, as we listen to your voice and as we operate in this grace, as we abound in this grace also. We thank you for every need supplied in all the lives of this listening tonight. We thank you Lord God that you assure them by, by their spirit, your spirit in them that yes. you love them and that you will and take care of them. In fact, I pray for those who are full of care tonight, yeah. that they would cast all of their care over on the Lord, for he cares for yeah. you. Affectionately, tenderly, he, he cares. And I thank you, Lord, that you show yourself strong on their behalf. We bind the devil in Jesus' name. He'll not yeah. steal, kill, nor destroy in the name of Jesus, but abundance belongs. To everyone in the body of Christ, we thank you for it, Lord. It is a covenant right, it is a covenant blessing. In Jesus' name, amen.